Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Political Thumbs Up or Down, the podcast where two friends rant and rave about American politics in order to try and stay sane. I am one of the hosts, Dennis, and I'm here, as always, with my with my good friend, Sergio. Hey, Sergio, how are you doing? Good, man, good. I'm uh, ready to run. I've been waiting. Good, good. Yeah, you've been waiting. People have been waiting. I've been waiting because we are a day late. Normally, we do it on Sunday, but today's Monday because I had a bit of an issue. Uh, power went out at my house, so I was unable to connect to anything. It was quite frustrating. It was out for a while, too. It was like over six hours. It was a long time. So, anyway, we're back online now, which is exciting. So, we're going to jump right into what's been going on. We're going to start off with North Korea. Then we're going to talk about Trump's cabinet of deplorables. <laughs> That's going to be kind of a, a, a bulk topic, I feel like, for for, uh, for many episodes. We're going to have that as a, as a section. And then finally, we're going to end with Bill Cosby and uh, the fact that he was found guilty on three counts of, uh, what was it, uh, sexual misconduct or sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with North Korea. Uh, Kim Jong-un and Moon Jae-ing, they met the leader of North Korea, the leader of South Korea. They met. Uh, it was historic. Uh, Kim Jong-un came over to the South Korean side. Actually, Moon Jae-ing uh, went over to the North Korean side for a brief second. He invited him over to step over the line into North Korea. But then they went. They, they apparently had a whole day of festivities. They agreed to have peace and everything. And... Um, or they agreed to start talking, kind of like, uh, you know, figure out a way to end this war that's been going on for nearly 60 years between the two, the, between the peninsula. And um, so this is exciting news, in, in my opinion. I mean, um, I give the whole thing. I mean, if they do achieve peace, and I know that there's kind of this... Uh, uh, people think that Kim Jong-un has, you know, some you know, some hidden agenda. I, I don't know what that hidden agenda would be, but it seems that uh, he people think that he may have a hidden agenda. Although, I mean, I guess that's that claim and that assumption isn't completely unfounded because, you know, they've moved towards peace in the past and they and North Korea has not held up their end of the bargain or they have backed off or something or they just it was just talk for show or whatever. So I can understand why people maybe concerned right now that this doesn't seem to go through, that this doesn't seem that it will go through, but I don't know, it's still exciting. The fact that he went over to South Korea is exciting. The fact that he's meeting with uh, with uh, Koreans, uh, South Koreans' uh, president is, I, I find it incredibly exciting. Don't you? I mean, I give it a thumbs up if this moves towards peace. That's, that's, that's great. I, I don't know... Uh, what, what do you think, Sergio? And we haven't even really talked about Trump's if he had a role and how big of a role, if he did have a role, but I mean, thumbs up for peace for sure. You know, I, I, I totally agree that it's a thumbs up for, you know, for those two countries to, I mean, there's a lot of fam. They were talking about it on uh, the daily today. Like a lot of families were separated because of the war. So, you know, of course it's a thumbs up for, for, um, for them to, you know, make peace and stuff. But uh, it's just that, uh, the you know Trump taking all the credit for this is just, uh, that's where I don't I don't get in and I give that a thumbs down because 
They, I mean, I think that there was a rally. I think on uh, was it uh, during the weekend or something that people were were uh, chanting that he should get the Nobel Nobel yeah. Peace Prize. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's absurd. You know, like all the all the presidents before him have have, have put uh, sanctions on North Korea, and they have, uh, you know, it's a country that has been hit with sanctions for a long time. So I'm assuming they are now, you know, at some point that they are at a break point where they need to, you know, get some of their economic stuff uh, going on. And the other thing is that uh, uh, they already have, uh, you know, nuclear nuclear, uh, nuclear weapons. It's not like we are deterring them from anything. I mean, they have already the nuclear capability. So, I mean, what what did Trump do for, for this Peace, just insult the guy? Is, is that is that the way to achieve peace anywhere? Like you just insult the president or whoever rules a country, and now they're gonna say, "Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, you are. You're right." I don't think he has done anything to this peace process. I think the the, the, the North and South Koreans they they have done all the hard work, and they and the only thing that and, and listen, this is this is one of the a couple of uh, you know. Um, Things that are in that that uh, peace treaty that they want to sign is that the U.S. is not going to invade North Korea or the, the U.S. is not going to take any more sanctions against North Korea. Those are kind of the terms of that uh, peace treaty. So they need the U.S. to be involved, right? Yeah. But then there's not going to be. I mean, do you think he's going to sign anything like that? That he that you know because uh, sanctions is the only thing that he has. That's the only stick that he has, right? And, yeah. and threatening uh, and threatening war. That's that's the other stick that he has. So I, I don't know. I I, th- I mean, it's great for them to get along and to and to do all this, uh, you know, move toward peace. But I I just I'm, I feel a little bit uh, ambiguous about this. Uh, that this is gonna uh, you know come to a a, a good term, a good uh, a good end. Uh, it, it, it has happened before that the North Korean has said that they are going to do this and going to do that, and in the end they don't do it. So, you know, like I said before, they can they already have the weapons. They can always, you know, stop their uh, whatever they're doing for a month, for 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 a year, you know, stop their uh, their their um, uh, say the, 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 the making more more nuclear weapons, but uh, they already have the technology. They already have everything as they need. So the only thing, to me, it looks just like, you know, what they're saying is that, you know, once you have your, your nuclear weapons, then the U.S. is going to come and talk to you or, you know, everybody's going to say they want peace with you because you have the, you have the weapons now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I see it. But I do, I mean, I do give a thumbs up if, if there's peace and, and if they end up, the, you know, this war, uh, that has been going. I mean, you know, that uh, the two the two Koreas are separated, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just for me, you know, Trump trying to take credit for this is just I don't think it's that's a thumbs down. I don't I don't think that's true. He has done nothing towards the the, the peace the peace uh, of these two countries, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, that's my rant about that. <laughs> that's just a good rant. Yeah, I I I agree with you, and I think that. If Trump were to start getting involved in this negotiations, um, it will. It would. I feel like it would end up in disaster. And because actually, there was a Times art or a, a front page Time uh, Time magazine 
of last year where we're showing Moon Jae-ing and he was and he was like the great negotiator that may bring peace in the peninsula. Like that's what they were saying. And then a year later, mm-hmm. he's bringing on peace. You know, and, and Trump is taking credit. Oh, I took a hard stance, and that's what's making Kim Jong Un want to have peace and everything with the uh, with South Korea. And although Moon Jae-ing did say that he should get the Nobel Peace Prize, Trump should get it. And I don't know if that's some people are saying, well, he's saying that because, he know, because people know how to manipulate Trump, right? They mm-hmm. treat him well. They say nice things. He's their best friend, and they can get anything out of him. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very easy mm-hmm. to manipulate this guy, and I agree. I mean, I even looked up, like, what were the qualifications for someone to get the Nobel Peace Prize? Because Barack Obama got it. Um, mm-hmm. I think there, were, there, was, there was four other presidents. There were four presidents that got it. Uh, Woodrow Wilson... Theodore Roosevelt, Jimmy Carter, and Barack Obama. Um, Barack Obama got it pretty early on in his presidency, actually. Almost, I almost feel like too early on, because he didn't really do mm-hmm. much at that point. But that's a discussion for another time. Um, but, I mean, it, it's bringing on peace in a region. And I just feel like I, I wouldn't want to endorse something that's threats. Like, I wouldn't want to, uh, like, like, congratulate and... Um, and, 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 and endorse uh, and uplift, you know, a tactic of, like, a bullying tactic of threats. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just feel like if we start praising that avenue and more people do, well, then the threats are going to turn into action. And that's where it's going to become bad. You know, Trump really, you're, you're, Trump really didn't do much besides insult the guy. I mean, yeah. insult the guy and, and make empty threats is what he did. Yeah. I mean, I, I really feel like it's almost like I don't even think North Korea knew. I, I think sorry. I think that North Korea knew that these were empty threats. I think the world is beginning to realize that Donald Trump gives empty threats, and so maybe what North Korea thought, if this is all on the up and up, if 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 everything goes through, if they're genuine about wanting peace, and it, to be honest with you, Kim Jong Un really looked like when I saw the interactions between the two leaders. I almost thought that Kim Jong-un looked pretty relieved that he was able to get some help or have these conversations and bring on peace. I think, I mean, he was this child that was thrown into this to to rule a country. I mean, any other time in history, it's always failed. (laughs) It's always ended up really bad. I mean, look at the czars in Russia. I mean, (laughs) that did not end well. (laughs) So when you have this kid that's not prepared, gets thrown into this, you know, um, position of authority and power. I mean, I, I almost saw that. It almost looked like to me like he was drowning, and he knew that he was drowning. I mean, he was trying to fill the shoes of his grandfather and his father, and it's it's incredible, dif- incredibly difficult. And I feel like they knew that Trump's threats were invalid. So I think that they may have they may have found almost a common enemy in Trump. I wouldn't say enemy is a bad word, but Maybe, maybe like something that they could relate on, where it's like this guy is crazy, right? And then maybe that could open talks. The fact that they found the fact that the American president is so unhinged that it may have brought on talks. But once again, I don't think he should be rewarded for being an asshole, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. I definitely don't think that he should be rewarded. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So let's let's move on to uh, topic number two, which is uh, 
all about the uh, Trump's cabinet of deplorables. Um, so Scott Pruitt, the greatest EPA director ever, <laughs> he's under he's under some fire. He he's done some pretty bad things. Uh, he's a uh, He's, I mean, I mean, almost bizarre, like really paranoid, weird stuff, you know, yeah. where he wanted to soundproof his room. He spent a ton of money on furniture. I don't know, obsession with buying really expensive furniture. I don't know, I mean, Trump even. I, I guess that's like, because remember when, when that uh, one of those tapes came out? Was it the Axis? I think it was the Axis Hollywood tape where he said that he, he moved on her like a bitch and uh, – he said that he would take her uh, furniture shopping. I don't know what the what the deal is with furniture. I guess it's something. Uh, I, I I I don't know what the obsession is. I mean, I, I feel like I have some nice furniture, but I, I wouldn't be spending like tens of thousands of dollars on a couch that my cats would just tear apart anyway. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the difference. But Scott Pruitt was doing some really shady things. Not not only that, but he was also giving raises to certain people, and he was also, um, I mean, probably the biggest yeah, the, thing was that he was the, renting a room. The people, that the, he, room. The, yeah. the people that he gave the races were the people that worked with him in the when he was uh, Attorney General. I mean, Attorney General? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of Oklahoma? Yes. Oh, yeah, so of Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so <clears throat> it seems like he was playing favoritisms or, you know, uh, you know, doing like you you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's kind of like payback, yeah. I, uh, uh, he, style of politics. And uh, he was also staying um, in a lobbyist. He was renting a room at a lobbyist. Uh, yes. Uh -huh. And he's room, been flying first class. On, first class. Yeah, but he didn't want to deal yeah. with with people <laughs> hassling him because he was obviously yeah. doing a terrible job. Actually, well. He was doing a good job, according to the Republican and conservative yeah. ideology. I mean, he was doing a fantastic job. That's 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 the problem. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that, so Scott Pruitt. Yeah. Let's let's touch upon Scott Pruitt, and then we'll move on to Ronnie Jackson. But Scott Pruitt. Um, it's interesting to me. This, this is this is incredibly interesting. The, the thing is that he he was brought as a, as a one of those uh, you know like cleaning the swamp type of thing. That's you what know, I was like going to say. That That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Right, and he's yeah. probably the swampiest guy. The swampiest guy oh, <laughs> there, yeah. you know, because the way that he behaves and the way the way he um, actually the way he behaved in politics in, in in Oklahoma, everybody said that he was pretty dirty over there too. So I I don't know, you know, the way he he campaigned over there for uh, attorney general. Also, I think he was he was senator senator of the state, like a state senator. So yeah. Um, so yeah, he, I think he's the swampiest guy to bring to clean the swamp. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny to me. Yeah, it's like that. That was one of Donald Trump's. I think. Well, what was it? Let's think. It was. It was draining the swamp and really immigration, like building the wall, was probably mm -hmm. the two big things of his candidacy. Right. That's what he mm -hmm. harped yeah. on the entire time. That. 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 Even though it was kind of funny, but he he also kind of recognized the fact that he was a little bit corrupt and was a little swampy, which you know he kind of embraced it, saying like I know how these people worked. That's how like I worked mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. I did this, so I can yeah. stop it. You know, I'm uniquely yeah. qualified because I'm a swamp thing yeah. too. People are like, sure, yeah. yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> it's like wait, what? Yeah. And then he comes in, and you're right, Scott Pruitt is like 
the swampiest person that he could have put in put in that position. So mm-hmm. Scott Pruitt seems like he's I don't know. He, he, he seems like he's probably going to go. Um, I think that there'll be too much I, pressure. Or do you think that he's not going to go? Should. Do you think that he'll stick around? Uh, yes, I think. Yeah, I think that he's going to go. It's it's just a matter of time. Uh, I think. I mean, it's a uh, this guy. Does, I don't think this guy believes in science, and um, he he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> so, he, I think he he's, he was in Oklahoma. He was uh, didn't he put some bills up front that uh, teachers were supposed to give a disclosure to students when they were talking about evolution. That evolution is something. I'm not saying that it's something that is just a, a, a unproven theory or something like that, and that uh, oh, you know on. they need to learn that. Yes, yes, he put he put that forward. Oklahoma. I don't know if it, it, it passed, but he was one of the. Uh, he was the, like the, he he put that bill forward over there in, in that state. So I'm not. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and he really I is. I mean, he started rolling back a lot of regulations that Obama put in place to yes, protect the environment. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's why that's why Republicans and conservatives love him so much, you know. Yeah. Because he was rolling back with. I mean, it's insane to me. It's like money. It's like well, the economy needs to boom. It needs to boom. It's like I get that. We need we need the economy to boom, so people have jobs and they have money. They can survive and live, you know, comfortable lives. But also at the same time, we have to protect the environment. I think it's more important to protect yeah. the environment. It almost seems as though the Republican Party doesn't have an imagination enough to mm-hmm. see that there, you know, there's um. There's other ways to be making money, not in coal yeah. and you know, and and and, and yeah. fracking or whatever it may be that actually harms the environment. There's ways that we could be investing in. It's like, it's almost like they don't. It's almost it's. Oh, it bothers me so much because look at history. I mean, industries die out as new industries yeah. rise, and then in the rise of new industries, well, jobs come in that in the in the yeah. place. You know, or they create jobs. It's it just. It's just the way that history has happened. I don't understand why they're fighting against it so much. Um, it just seems like no, no, no. This is the only way that we can because it's been working. So we have to, we have to go, we have to do it this way. Even though the rest of the world isn't going to stop, and you know, Macron kind of alluded to that in his speech when when, yeah. when he talked to Congress. And I don't know. It's just really frustrating. And and. and Scott Pruitt was a was a disgusting human being um, that was just there, essentially, essentially just to, to, tear, to tear down the the, the whole the whole uh, I mean the whole EPA, yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He's a, he's a, uh, of what you were talking. He's the he's the the right example of that kind of, of Republican because I don't know if you heard this uh, the embedded story that they made on him. Uh, uh, you know what? About when he, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet, but yeah. When yeah, when they when when he became the attorney general there of, of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. he he got he got like for for campaigning he got so Oklahoma had this problem with the water, or the the rivers were getting polluted because mm-hmm. of um uh, there's there's a lot of uh, 
poultry poultry production in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Kansas, mm-hmm. Uh, and and they share they share rivers, right? They say, uh, I guess the Illinois River they share. So mm-hmm. all all this this poultry uh, you know uh, production uh, farms they were they were. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, trash that comes out of this. Of this, it, it's you know the the chicken, the chicken uh, 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 poop, and uh, all the feathers and all the stuff. So they use that as as a, as a fertilizer, right? But they were put, you know, like chickens are just in one place, in one place. So the amount of waste that was being produced is so much that they were just fertilizing and fertilizing the fields, but. The, the this fertilizer has a lot of uh, phosphorus and that gets uh you know leaked into the into the water oh. which pollutes it and and then the water there's a lot of algae grow because algae grow on, on the rivers because of the phosphorus so the rivers in oklahoma were getting polluted because upstream there was a lot of these uh you know runoffs right so when when he went in when, when he uh campaigned he campaigned against the government you know being over uh, protect or I don't know like over sales of, of regulations and stuff like that. So when he became attorney general, he uh, uh, Oklahoma was suing all these companies, all these uh, poultry companies, to you know stop the, the polluting. But when he became attorney general, he dropped that that that, that uh, you know the the case and he. His campaign money came from the from from poultry industry, so he's exactly that. You know, he gets the money from those industries. They don't care about the pollution, and they just keep doing the the the, the same thing. You know, uh, it's just yeah. But uh, and now he's head of the of the EPA, of the main you know environmental protection agency. So uh, yeah, I, I, he needs to go. I think he will. He will go with all the stuff that he has been doing. Uh, you know, it's just more scandal for the for the for the administration. I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I you know, I, I haven't listened to Embedded yet. Um, <clears throat> that's something that uh, I downloaded. I listened to like the first little bit of it. and I got distracted. I was getting like too distracted. I wasn't able to absorb all the information. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me let me listen to this later. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's just that's just terrible. I don't understand. I mean, I understand the logic behind it. I don't agree with it, but I, but I understand the logic of it. I guess they feel that people should have the freedom to do whatever they want, and there should be no regulations to tell them not to, even if it does destroy the environment or destroy uh, or harm people. Um, I feel like they, they think, well, I should have the right to do that. I should have the right to do whatever I want, especially if it's on my property. I can do this. Although, like you said, there's ramifications, there's rippling ramifications where on like, like this, where they had the chicken poop and everything and it was all leaking phosphorus into the rivers and everything. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a rippling effect of, of, of having, that, uh, mm-hmm. having that industry. So no, I, I think there should be some sort of regulation that protects the environment, but I don't know. In my opinion, and this may be bleak, I probably have talked about this on the podcast before, but um, I have I have a view of humanity where left to our own volition, where nobody's looking, most of the time, people will choose to do bad, to get ahead, to, to whatever. I mean, I think that, like, in our nature, we, 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 
we're prone to doing to doing bad things. Um, so I feel like it's important to have these regulations in place to make sure and to protect people and the environment and animals and and all that. Because if not, we see it time and time again. I mean, this is not something new. This isn't an isolated situation. The business gets the ability. They'll abuse workers and they'll abuse the environment. I think that that's wrong. I think having regulations in place is a good solution for that because they, they get too big. There's no recourse. Like if I learn, like um, there was, um, I think it, it might have been when they wanted to drill to do the oil pipeline, right, um, mm -hmm. through the Indian Reservation in uh, was it North Dakota um, yeah. where where I think there were some banks that were on board to have that pipeline put in. And so people were like, no, stop using this bank, leave this bank, blah, blah, blah. But they're so big that it, that it, it doesn't matter. The idea, this, this conservative idea that's like, oh, the free market's fine. If this company is doing something bad, well, then just take your business someplace else and then they'll die out. So, so it's self-regulating. That doesn't happen. These groups are too big. They need to be yeah. regulated. So... Yeah. I agree. So it's a uh, it's a bad situation, Scott Pruitt. But um, unfortunately, Ronnie Jackson never never became a deplorable. <laughs> he was close. I wanted him to to, yeah. to 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 become a deplorable, but he didn't quite make it. He didn't quite make yeah. it. So he was um, the the doctor for the president and for the president's staff. Um, apparently, I mean, apparently he was a good doctor. I, I don't know. I've heard mm -hmm. people say a lot of good things about him um, as a doctor. Um, they, they, you know, as his patients, they said that he was really good. But apparently there were some scandals that arose um, about him drinking too much, him handing out drugs indiscriminately. He was nicknamed the Candy I, Man, which is um, I guess he was not know, the best nickname to have if you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Feelgood, he's uh, that's a, that was his nickname, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he, um, yeah, so he was hanging, handing out a lot of drugs, um, and also he was apparently a little bit aggressive towards his staff. Um, so, no, I, I guess the reason why. The what? He was perfect for the he was perfect for the job. Then, yeah, right? yeah. Which yeah, is, he was perfect for the job. <laughs> yeah, he was completely unqualified. Uh and he had a bunch of I don't know, issues. So yeah, sounds like any of Trump's uh, appointees. But uh, yeah, I don't know why Trump nominated him. Apparently, I guess he gave him a good review. He gave Trump a good like health, bill of health. Yeah. And apparently they just had a good rapport, and that's like, I mean, you praise Donald Trump, and you have good chemistry with him, and boom, you're in anywhere. So, because I really don't, when I say that he's not qualified for, for the position, um, it's really difficult. To, to run the VA is, is, is very, very difficult, and it's a very, um, it's a, it's a very unique position to be put in. I mean, you're 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 in charge of, I mean, so many employees. I mean, it's almost like it'd probably be hard to find anyone that was actually qualified. But it didn't seem like Ronnie Jackson, no matter how good of a doctor he was, he didn't seem to have the the uh, 
I don't know, the, the skills or the experience to fill that position. I don't know. Is that a, because, the, the, you know, the, that, uh, the VA is, is the person that uh, head of, of that entity has to be an administrator, right? Because, you know, I mean, you can have, a, you know, you can be a doctor, but you also have to have some administration um, you know, experience to to head that because it's not it's not about uh, you know people being sick. It's about you know it's about managing all the people. I mean, it's what the second largest entity in the government. So you yeah. know, you need to have some administrative uh, experience. You know, it's not you can't just put anybody there. And, and the the only thing that this shows is the incompetence of the president in choosing. Uh, you know. Candidates for for his for his uh, cabinet and the incompetence of the of the White House staff for letting him choose people that are not vetted, you know. Yeah. How how can how can no how can nobody knew this before all this stuff that came up before mm-hmm. you know the president puts him as a as a as a candidate for for being the the head of the of this uh, entity. Uh, it just shows that there's there's nobody that, that you know either nobody cares or they just let him do whatever he wants and there's no there's no you know it's, it's a lack of 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 of, of uh, how is it professionalism or something I don't know mm-hmm. it almost seems like uh, it doesn't matter what you tell him or advice that you give him he's still gonna do what he wants and he's still gonna do but, you know whatever. But this is what, like, he's supposed to be this great businessman or whatever. It's like, how can you put somebody unqualified to run part of your business? That, it, w- wouldn't a CEO get fired for this? <laughs> Sergio, I mean? like, <laughs> Sergio, let me give you a newsflash. Let me, let me, <laughs> Donald Trump isn't a businessman. That's the thing. He's an yeah. entertainer. His entire <laughs> brand, he's built his entire life and all his money off of drama. He's not an actual businessman. He just says outlandish stuff, and people like to watch him because he's a train wreck. And he'll say crazy stuff. So he gets attention, he gets airtime, and therefore he gets money. And he gets, I mean, mean, that's it. He's just a celebrity. He's an entertainer. That's all that he is. Everything that he's built up, everything is just fake. It's all fake. I mean... Yeah. I shouldn't say all of it's fake. I mean, he's a very rich person, but he's not a rich person because he's a successful genius businessman. He's a successful person because he, he's a genius when it comes to manipulating media. He knows how to do it. He knows how to work media in his favor, and, and that's a brilliance. I'm not going to lie. That's something that he does well, but he's not a genius yeah. businessman. He doesn't know how to hire people or run a business, especially run a country. I mean... That, 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 that's, that's completely evident. And the people that are still saying that he's some genius person, I mean, they're wrong. And he may, he may stumble around in his brash, brutish way and stumble upon some gold or something really good, but it's not because of him. It's not because he's a genius. It's because it's, mm-hmm. it's in spite, it's despite him. It's, it's, it's a, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- I mean, that's the truth. It's just like the North Korea thing that we were just talking about. It, it's not because he's yeah. a genius. He's, stumbling into it, he's saying these crazy things and they're like it's not there's no there's no plan behind it. There's no twelve twelve point chess, whatever they call it. it there, there's none of that. He's just going mm. and just running his mouth and doing whatever. And 
Sometimes he strikes gold, which he hopefully will do in North Korea, with the North Korea situation, because having peace would be wonderful there for the people yeah. and for our country, and especially for the people in North Korea and the people of South Korea and Japan. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, he's no businessman, that's for sure. So he just goes... Everything's about his gut. That's it. He just listens yeah. to his gut, and... <laughs> His gut is filled yeah. with KFC and Diet Coke, so I don't know. It's concerning. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, and this is uh, this is off topic, but this this what I heard. I guess I guess I heard this morning or something. You know this. You know the the this big talk against China and the or the tar the tariffs that they are putting on. Yeah. They are they are already about twenty two thousand. Businesses that have asked exemptions from those tariffs from the government. Wow! So all this, all this, and there's more that are gonna come. And there are more, more oh, businesses yeah. are gonna ask exemptions oh, yeah. from it. So all this big talk about you know all oh, the Chinese did this and that, and you know we're gonna we're gonna punish them or whatever, and then it's just it's just empty talk, empty threats, empty talk. Nothing. He's gonna, yeah. What's so. gonna happen is he's gonna, he may get some tariffs put in place, but it's gonna be on such a small, small section yeah. of an industry that's not gonna make any difference. So, but but his, but and he's gonna be able to say that he got them passed, and his supporters are gonna be able. Yeah, to Yeah, that's, that's the only passed. thing. That's, uh -huh, yeah, yeah. And then, but still, in, in all these businesses are gonna ask for exemptions, you know, because yeah, it's gonna hurt people here. Then, uh, economy, the. You know, it's he, all he fake. Understand it's all fake. Just yeah, give him a ribbon and tell him that he did something, even though it's nothing. Yeah, give him the Nobel Peace Prize. Give him a little. Give him a fake Nobel Peace Prize and say that he got it. It'd be fine. Yeah, That's the, yeah, okay. yeah, they can. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so we'll move on to the last topic for today, and that's uh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby has been convicted on three counts of sexual assault. Uh, this has been a long time coming. I'm actually, I'm genuinely shocked that he was convicted. Um, yeah. But but it, it it's good. I mean, he he he's the first um, person, yeah. First first, I I want to say victim of the Me Too movement, but the Me Too movement has really um has really uh you know destroyed a lot of careers, which is fine. Like like predators, people that are bad, abuse their powers. Like I, I don't know if I should call them victims, but. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe victims just too, too, too nice. Maybe, but like, he's the first person to actually face uh, legal consequences for his actions. Mm. Um, and I think this is a good thing because I think that um, I think that celebrity and money. Because everybody just thinks if someone's famous, if someone's rich, they get off. They, they own. Yeah. They, it's always a get out of jail free card. Now. We all know what his sentences is, what, what he's going to be sentenced to, but he got he got convicted, which is um, which is uh, I don't know, it's a step in the right direction. I, I give a thumbs up to that for sure, for him being convicted, and hopefully the fact that they see this high-profile rich person get convicted, you know, that should that should shake a lot of people. Um, People that are in power that may think about it, think about uh, um, abusing their power or have in the past. It should really send a fear, uh, send fear through through their bodies. 
and 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 I definitely think that it's that it's a good thing. Although to be honest, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised because he's like really not that in great shape. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he he's like yeah, it is. So I'm kind of surprised. I don't know. I don't know. They may they may go easy on him, um, with the sentencing, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's you know, but it's sad for me because I really I grew up you know watching his uh, his uh, sitcom and stuff, and uh, but of course you know he 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 gets what he deserves. But the one comment that I do have to say is like you know. Being an African American, he gets you know he's the first person that gets uh, you know convicted of of this crime. While there's a a guy sitting in the in the in the Oval Office that uh, mm. you know, unfortunately he's Caucasian and he is uh, you know he gets he gets caught free from anything you know. Um, and then the other guy, this guy Harvey Weinstein, and you know there has nothing nothing has you know come up from all the allegations that. So he just you know. It's a comment that I had to make, you know, it seemed a little bit that uh, it's a difficult situation there to, uh, for me to uh, assess, I guess. I yeah, that's interesting. I didn't Where even is the justice? That. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that because you're right. Like, th- this is a first pro- high-profile person and, mm-hmm. and have a lot of money. And and he gets convicted and like oh is this gonna make a change and I'm thinking yeah it probably will but then I'm thinking it's like I'm I'm a white man but you're a minority so you know mm-hmm. what it's like to be a minority mm-hmm. like you know uh, um, mm-hmm. to be a minority in this country and you're thinking well he's black so mm-hmm. that's a factor that we need to put in maybe then maybe when it's the first white high profile rich person to be convicted like a like a Bill O'Reilly or something I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then, then that would send like real waves through through people. Because it's like you know, it's it's almost like it's an achievement. Yeah, but it's veil. You know, it's different. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's not as grand. It's not as uh, shocking as it could be. There's even another layer of it that I didn't even realize. And that, and, yeah. and this is what's great about talking with you, and just talking to different people. You know, you you you, you yeah. get exposed to different things, and it's things that you know. You didn't even. Um, I know. I would never have thought of, and that's that's my privilege. Look at that. That's my privilege. My white privilege. So honestly, it, it is. I'm just like, yeah. I didn't even. The, the, yeah. No, that's a great point. Great point. Mm-hmm. But it's it's it's, yeah, a, it's just it's just a sad, really sad story. A really sad. You know. I mean, of course, the big things get you know, justice for what they they went through, but yeah. There are, uh, there's a lot of uh, very complicated things going on in this case, I guess. Yeah. That's what it comes to, right? Yeah, it is, I, I guess it's uh, compli- yeah. There's a, there's many layers to this that, mm-hmm. that we can that we can pull out of, which is um, you know interesting that I didn't even yeah I yeah it's 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 fascinating to me, and this is and this is a good thing. This is for sure. A good thing that that he is. Um, I don't know. At eighty, I don't know. I don't know if he was gonna prey on anyone else. <laughs> at mm. eighty, and nearly <laughs> blind at this point, I, I yeah. think he is, but at least partially blind, maybe fully blind. But I don't know if he was gonna really be um, 
preying on anyone else. But the fact that um, that you know he uh, he still you know had his time in court, was still convicted. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a sign that you know that that this this could this could take steps to stop someone in the future. Yeah. And hopefully, people women will be taken more seriously. I mean. It almost seemed like a no-brainer. I mean, how many women? It was like 60 women came out. It was like, he did this. Yeah. It was like, same story. Same exact yeah. story. And it was like, oh my goodness, this guy is definitely a predator and has like an MO. Like, holy camoly. I mean, it's unbelievable. And even with his outbursts during the, uh, during the, um, the sentencing, you know, he said, I don't have a plane, you asshole. He was like, kind of, Kind of getting really mad. Um, and it well, was, but that you you have to give that that he's eighty years old, right? Who, which which I don't think that there's a lot of eighty years old that are happy, happy go lucky or something. You know, like yeah, uh, you see a lot of old people get you know, are are really grumpy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's especially at a point where you're being. You know, you're going to be sentenced or something. You're going to be convicted and stuff. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's true, that's true, yeah. I mean, still, though, I mean, it just, to me, to me, it kind of shows when, you know, these outbursts and everything, it just shows, I guess, I guess, I guess one can say, well, he's angry that he's convicted, but he's innocent or whatever. I just feel like if I'm convicted of a crime that I didn't do, I don't know, I would just be... I don't know. I'd be so sad. I don't know. I don't know what I would. Do. I don't know what I would do. I, I'd probably just break down, cry, be so upset. I don't know if I'd have violent, angry outbursts. So I don't know. Um, but but I either way, it's uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that this happened, and um, I guess we'll have to follow up and see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just I just hope that you know all the other people that have uh, done this type of thing. I mean. The Harvey Weinstein character, then look that he was very, that he was a good person. I mean, he had people help him. Him, he had people, you know, he threatened people that worked for him to help him do the stuff that he was doing too. And you know, uh, you know, I think that there should be more, right? If, if, if okay, because he's the first one, then okay, let's go and get the other people too. And, uh, let's, uh, you know, change the culture. If something else happens. That this is not, you know, you know, this that this could be the beginning. Okay, so let's let's get the ball rolling for other other stuff. And you know, uh, I guess you know because he didn't have the lawyers as these, these other people have. You know, like mm-hmm. he didn't have he didn't have that guy. Was it what was the guy that we talked last last week about the the oh, Michael Cohen? Cohen. Cohen. Like, he didn't have Michael the fixer. Cohen, yeah. He didn't have the fixer. You know, he didn't have the fixer with him. So. I guess that's why he he ended up he, he ended up convicted. So, you know what I mean? Like let's let's get in some people also. Let's get mm-hmm. some other people uh, convicted. Yeah, that's for my, sure. That's, that's a good uh, it's a good place to leave it. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna do it for this episode of Political Thumbs Up or Down. We're usually here on Sunday morning, but uh, we gotta be here on Monday because. Again, Lost on Power will be back 
in your feed on Sunday. You can follow us on Twitter at politicaluptown. You can also email us at politicaluptown at gmail.com. And if you have a second of your time, please go on to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast, and give us a rating, preferably a good rating. If you like good ratings. And until next time, try and